Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. We give you praise and the glory. Ipante de bekunto de bekaponto boloko shede bede gabalaba. Ipalalalalaba shalabalabala gabalabalabalaba shabalabalabalaba. Thank you, Father. 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 We bless you. We bless you, Lord. We give you praise and the glory. Vila balalalaba shande bede gabalaba. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. My God. Just keep sharing, keep sharing. Keep sharing. My God. Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. 
Sharing, just keep sharing, just keep sharing. Keep sharing within a few minutes, we are going to start.
my God. Thank you, Father. We bless you. We give you all the praise and the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your voice and bless the Lord. Mm, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Rejoice and praise the Lord, my soul. Oh, my soul, rejoice. Rejoice and praise the Lord. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. My God, my God. My God, my God. Lift up your voice and bless the name of the Lord wherever you are. Just lift up your voice and we're going to bless His holy name. Lift up your voice and begin to bless His holy name. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We exalt you. We give you all the praise and the glory. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you glory, we give you glory. Oh Jesus. My God, my God. My God. 
Lift up your voice, lift up your voice and bless the Lord. This is only about a Timothy. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Just keep sharing. Just keep sharing. Within three minutes, we are zooming into what God has for us tonight. Within three minutes. Within three minutes. Keep sharing. Keep sharing. Tonight, anything is possible. Anything is possible tonight. My God. My God. Anything is possible. My God. Somebody lift up your voice and bless the Lord. What a God we serve. Just bless the name of the Lord and keep sharing within a minute. We are zooming into what God has prepared for us within a minute.
right now, my goodness. Tonight, anything is possible. What are you talking about? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 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 Something is about to happen. Somebody just bless the Lord. You want to tell God the Lord. By the end of tonight's session, let something I have never seen before. Let an uncommon power, let an uncommon fire come upon me. My God, my God. Hey, I sense fire right now. I sense fire right now. Jesus, gracious Lord, merciful Father, everlasting God, tonight we have gathered before thee. We pray for mercy, we pray for grace. We thank you for your protection. We thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for your grace and mercies that are abundant in our lives. 
We ask, O oh God, that another dimension will be opened to us tonight. That our eyes will be enlightened in the name of Jesus. That whatever was stolen from us shall be restored. We pray that you have mercy upon us once again. That you open our eyes, open our ears. Tonight I declare that your people will catch an uncommon fire. That their entire spiritual life and prayer life would change in the name of Jesus. If there is anybody whose altar of prayer is cold, set it on fire in the name of Jesus. We believe just as you did for Abraham, you will do it again in our time to your own glory in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 All right. All right. All right. God bless you. God bless you all for joining. I want to welcome all of you. Um, to tonight's meeting is going to be an awesome time in the presence of the Lord. And I know that whatever God has prepared for you will surely be released in the name of Jesus. I pray that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. That whatever has covered your eyes from beholding the truth of God's word and in the realm of the spirit, that thing will be taken away. And God's glory shall be bestowed upon your life. In the name of Jesus, I call it down. Amen. All right. All right. I want to welcome all of you to this wonderful altar. To, to meet our God face to face that he shall tell us that which we know not the other day he said to Jeremiah call unto me and I will hearken unto your voice and I will tell you things that you have never heard before we pray that tonight God will tell us deeper things we have never heard before that spiritually fire will enter into our bones in the name of Jesus. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Somebody's eyes are about to be opened. My goodness. It is your time. In Jesus' mighty name. God bless you all. I welcome you all once again. I welcome you all once again to this moment of prophetic training where our hearts are set to receive God's timely word and enlightenment even for our work with him in the name of Jesus. A lot of testimonies have already started coming in for what God has started doing. All glory to his name. Lord bless us. All right, all right, all right. So, there's another moment of the questions and the answers about the prophetic ministry and the spirit realm at large. So, mm, the floor is opened, the door is opened. Anybody that has a question about the prophetic ministry and the spirit realm at large, you can just type in, please, I have a question. And I will let you call in so that you, you ask the question and by the special grace of God, I give you the answers. 
Tonight, I want to say some deeper things for us to know and understand some things about the realm of the spirit which we don't know and understand. And I know that God will share more light on that. All right, all right. Okay, Kujubu Jackson said, I have a question. Can you call in? Call in right now. Call in right now. Okay. Senior Grace Child said, said, please, I have a question. All right. Okay. Could you call in? Could you call in right now? If you type, I beg. Because whilst people are typing, not other messages in the so course, and I can't go back to read. Okay, if Kojobo is not calling in, um, Senior Grace Child, you can call in now. You can call in now. Okay. All right. All right. Good evening, woman of God. Hello. Hello, senior Grace Child, you're on the line. Can you hear me? We can't hear you. We can't hear you. Esther, we can't hear you. We can't hear you, Esther. If you are using earphone, try and check it. If maybe the problem is from the side, so that we know how to sort things out. Okay. Hello, Esther, can you hear me? No problem. Okay, Nana Kusia, Susie, you can, you, you, can ask, you can ask your question. Yeah, we lost Senior Grace Child, I think. I don't know. Yeah, but I couldn't hear you, Esther, I couldn't hear you. Hello. Apostle, um, Hello. Good evening. good evening. How are you? Please, I'm fine. All right. We well, bless God. Please, you can ask your question. Can you hear me? Yes, please, I can hear okay, you. Okay, you can ask your question now. Let's go. Okay. Upon patrol, my question is, it's not um shut down anyway, but I just want you to help me out. Um, I think, mm-hmm. yeah, I think in church and at programs. Okay. But we are to person I've received so many prophecies about my Mm-hmm. 
the network is bad at your end. Papa. Yeah, the network was bad, so I couldn't hear some of the things we were saying. So can you do a quick recap so that I can hear? Oh, still, 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 I can hear. Yeah, can you can you get a, a better place to stand so we can see if the network will, will work for us? Yeah, so just try and call back again and let's see. Okay, so the three people that said they have questions, um, it's not really connecting. Kojobo, ask ask your question. Call in. Okay. Okay, Kojo. Hello. Daddy. Yeah, you can ask. I have a question. question. Okay, you can ask. And the question is. Mm -hmm. The question is. So, as a prophet, name singing and then seeing having a word of knowledge about people which the other day he said is not the most important thing that but it's also, it's also important but not the necessary the, the ultimate ultimate thing that we need to seek for mm. so what is the ultimate thing as a prophet of god you should seek for in the prophetic ministry thank you sir okay all right that's a good question you know all right all right now you see what i want you to understand is that um as we are all going in the prophetic the prophetic is not about um, trying to the prophetic is not much about confirmation it is about manifestation i keep saying this it is not much about confirmation but it is much about not even much entirely about manifestation god will not speak for fun god will not speak to get fans no 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 no, no. he speaks when he's about to do something so the focus of the prophet is to actually be upon what is lacking in the person's life that God wants to do. You get it? So if Moses, that God said to him that I'm going to use you to take the Israelites out of captivity. If Moses went to the Israelites and said, God said, I should come and pick you out of captivity. And he described God by telling them, the name of God is this and this and this. And after saying all these things, the people did not get out of captivity. What, has, what actually is the essence of Moses as a prophet now? He mentioned God's name. He said all those things, but the people still remained in captivity. What then is the essence of the prophecy? So the essence of prophecy actually is the manifestation. And as a young prophet or as a prophet, your focus should be... You see that sometimes you look at certain men of God prophesying and you just know that they are not focused on the manifestation of the prophecy. They look at somebody who is in debt and they are prophesying God showed them that the person is in debt. And they are focused so much on mentioning the person's name, mentioning the one that the person is owing, mentioning all those things. God can give those things. But there is something God wants you to do. How can you just prophesy to somebody that an evil thing is about to happen to the person? And you so much stress on the evil thing that is about to happen that you don't speak of 
gracious words that God is speaking to the person for the person to know that at least something was trying to happen to me but God loves me, he has saved me you stress the evil, stress the evil stress the evil and at the end of it all the evil still happened to the person that, does, that is not what God wants so the main focus of the prophet should actually go on the manifestation of it and for your focus to go on the manifestation yesterday i made mention of that yesterday i made mention of the four things that help for a prophecy to manifest even though the person that is receiving the prophecy has a role to play god has a role to play time has a role to play but the anointing of the prophet also has a role to play if you are focused on the manifestation of a prophecy in the life of the one you are prophesying to then you will make sure that your anointing is not contaminated that is the role that the prophet is supposed to play you make sure that your oil is not contaminated because once you are contaminating your oil it is going to affect the manifestation of the prophecy in one way or the other so the main focus of the prophet should actually be upon the manifestation of the prophetic word not to receive funds from people when he mentions names and telephone numbers those are children and baby things people don't clap when manifestation happens but people are clapping when there is a confirmation those things are just by the way god speaks concerning those things though god shows word of non people's names telephone numbers and all those things the main reason for all those things is to build up faith in the people that hey me too god knows me it will build up faith in the person said that when you are speaking and the prophecy actually because at times some prophecies will come to you it is very hard to believe when you compare your present state to how god is saying he's going to make you it looks so far away from you it looks as if it is it can't happen so when some of these when god through the prophet speaks concerning these things and he maybe mentions your name and all those things it is to tell you that indeed god knows you and he will surely bring it to pass it can build up faith in the person you get it but that is not the ultimate thing hey you can prophesy to somebody without mentioning the name and telephone and that is actually the prophetic word that is the prophecy the names and the telephone numbers is not prof they are not prophecy they are word of knowledge word of knowledge is different from prophecy you have to understand all these things if not people are chasing after names telephone numbers and you have left what god actually is saying somewhere else you are not prophesying you know So we have to understand these things. The ultimate goal, why people go to Achia to pray that God should pour oil on them, is not that they can mention the names of people. But don't they know their names already? It is that God will do something that is lacking in the lives of people. That when you are walking about and you see somebody that is begging just to get one city to buy food, and yeah, well, yeah, something moves you and you're like oh no 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 how is it that this person is suffering like this then you go to the mountains and fast and pray that god pour oil on me so that i will take this man that is suffering from the the sufferings this is the main when you have this motive and a heart and you pray 
you won't spend much time praying that then God will surely pour the oil upon you. But if the focus is to mention names and telephone numbers to get funds, the anointing will be far away from you. You will be praised that it will not come. I'm telling you. So get the heart. Ministry is the heart of Jesus. Once you understand the heart of Jesus, you will know that how many times did Jesus mention people's names in, 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 in the Bible? But he prophesied. He told them what was going to happen. He's not a fan of mentioning. You know your name already. So you have to understand some of these things. You know, sure. So that is it. The real essence of prophecy is the manifestation. Not the tool for confirmation. So get that. Good. Alright. So, um, Senior Grace Child, if you are here, you can call in again. Let's see if it will work. And Nanakosia, if you are here too, you can also call in to ask your question if it will work. All right. Okay. Hello. Hello, Esther. Hello. Oh, I'm not hearing anything. Esther, can you hear me? Don't worry, I give you the permission to type. I give you the permission to type. Please, if anybody types, I won't, I won't read. So Esther, I give you the permission to type. God bless you. Mr. Pepra said, I have a question. Okay, she said, please, I would like to know how one can relate with the prophet if he or she is your wife, husband, brother, sister, friend, or parent. I ask because most of the things prophets say carry some uncommon weight. Hence, it is difficult to know when they are just playing or just joking with you. Also, things they say in anger can go a long way to affect others. So, as a prophet's friend, spouse, or parent, how can we relate with them? Thank you. That's a very, very good question. A very, very, very good question. Now, one of the things you are supposed to understand is that a prophet is first a man. A prophet is first a man before he's endowed by the anointing. A prophet is first a man before he's endowed by the anointing. Now, because of this, there are seasons you are supposed to relate with him. Not all the time as somebody carrying oil. If that happens, you know, if he's your husband or your wife, you don't even think of having babies with him because you know that all the time the anointing is, you know. There are seasons, but, but even if you are still relating with him as a husband, there is this special honor that you are supposed to give him because of the anointing that is upon him. Else the oil will not work for you. 
get that point. Whether he is your brother or he is your uncle or your father, let this, because most of the times, especially the spouses, they, they, they just get so much. That is why, let me tell you this one. Okay? Many of you will not like what I'm about to say, but that is the gospel truth. When you, are, you hear that you are, you are going to marry a man of God, start killing a lot of emotions inside you. You will not like what I'm saying, but this is true. The day you hear that you marry a man of God, start dropping a lot of emotions. Because this is a person that God is going to call into several moments of fasting and prayer. It might be your birthday that God is calling him into fasting. And because you are preparing cake and all those things, you want him to partake. But God said he should go into fasting. You can't bring your emotional issues here and start quarreling with him. Because understand that before the relationship, God first. God first. Come to the place. This is why, listen, let me tell you this one. Prophets are supposed to marry not because of love, but because of the assignment that is upon them. Take this. This is why when you look critically into the Bible, the Bible actually did not even tell you to marry the one you love. He said, love the one you have married. We marry because of assignment, not because of what we feel. Not because of what you are feeling, not because... That is why many people ended up in relationship because of emotions. And later, when God brought assignment into the relationship, it started fighting the, the emotions. And people couldn't stay in the relationship again. Because when you started the relationship with this young guy, the calling of God on him was not so strong. He was going to the beach with you 24-7, going to the poolside. But when the call came, God started pulling him inside. And then you were not getting that time you used to get. So now you started saying, you don't love me again. You don't love me again. Why is it that this, 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 this? People of listen, most of, get this, get this. Have strange respect. I mean strange respect for the person you are going, if you hear that he is a man of God, you are going to marry. Let me put marriage aside. Some of you, you play too much with men of God. Be very careful. Oh, like a lot of all my friends are men of God. All my friends are. And you play too much to the extent that the enemy tries to, you know, make the person look like just a friend, a brother. That is why most of the people that are anointed, when you go to their families, their family members are seriously suffering. But people outside are getting blessed because the mother is still seeing him as my son. Hey, Kwame, come here. The sister is seeing him as a brother. But the people outside who don't relate with him as that brother or sister or friend, they are coming, having a strange honor. When was the last time a prophet's mother came to him with a seed? It doesn't happen. He, she's even going to come to ask from the prophet. When was the last time a prophet's sister 
came to him not as a brother but as a prophet with a seed and according to the scriptures it is scriptural and spiritual as well you don't go before a prophet empty-handed but mothers who have sons as prophet enters their room anytime they are missing a lot a prophet might relate with you like as like a brother like a sister like a friend but you don't relate with him like that he might relate with you a father might even relate with you as if he's just a friend you you can see a lot of his weaknesses and a lot about him but don't let that hit into your heart for you to see him as somebody you already know this is what has killed a lot of people from receiving things from the anointing upon men of god so please have that honor upon them sometimes when they even want to play with you don't play with them it is not that you do you don't want them to be your friend but you are actually looking at what you are supposed to receive from them because they will not be lacking but you will be lacking sometimes when they bring a certain issue try to put it aside make sure because you see the men of god are plenty we have apostles all those things but there's there's a special grace that god has placed upon prophets it is on their tongue a special grace that god has placed on prophets it is on their tongue and the bible says life and death the power of life and death lies in the tongue hey for this reason be very careful what you push a prophet to say be very careful what you push a prophet to say whether in anger so understand senior grace that's a very powerful question you asked and many of you need to understand these things because do you know that some when when you get close to a prophet and he becomes your friend he doesn't even prophesy to you again that much do you know that when you get so close to a prophet he doesn't even see things about you again like that it is because of familiarity familiarity is a thief of an anointing it is a big thief of anointing no matter how long you stay with this prophet no matter how he plays with you no matter how you know all his weaknesses you know all the bad things he has been doing hey don't ever dishonor the oil upon him sometimes put the human being aside and look at the oil hey the bible a time came god said to moses don't marry outside israel moses went to marry the daughter of one man who was outside israel it was god that spoke to moses it was written in the law that he shouldn't do so he did it and when miriam spoke about it god appeared to them on the mountain god said moses call miriam and aaron bring them to the mountain let me settle this matter they all went to the mountain and god said miriam are you not afraid to talk to my servant moses hey and that is when god said if there is a prophet among you me god i will speak to him in visions and in dreams but moses were you not afraid to talk miriam could have said about god you are the same person that said we shouldn't marry out of israel moses himself married out of, and i'm talking about it god said keep quiet then all of a sudden that 
thing that God, God, when God met Moses in the wilderness, God said to Moses, put your hand in your pocket. Moses put his hand in his pocket and he said, remove it. When he removed it, he was leprous. Leprosy. And God said, put that leprous hand back into your pocket. He placed it in, the, in his pocket. He said, pull it out. He put it out. Leprosy was gone. And when Miriam, the brother of Aaron, spoke against Moses because of something Moses did. In fact, Moses did the wrong thing. And Miriam said it. God said, are you not afraid? Then immediately God brought that leprosy upon Miriam. That's why many of you are not so summer, are not so summer. You see a man of God who has done something wrong. The Bible said, who leave a man, leave a man that is under a master. When he goes wrong, don't judge him. It is his master that will judge him. Many of you, you judge everything. You, you see things about men of God that are wrong and you begin to talk among yourselves. This is the reason why most of the people, their heavens are closed. If the man of God might not hear, if you but still, because of what you said, it can close your heavens. Why do you think God could say, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm? I'm not trying to make prophets super beings, but for your own good, for your own good. Anytime there is an issue, somebody is bringing about a prophet, pull yourself away, whether he has done it or not. Because God might deal with you based on the anointing and handle the man in a different way. God can punish the prophet for all he has done. It is the man that God is punishing. But the anointing, God doesn't punish the anointing. If you speak, you are speaking against the anointing. And God will fight you. Understand, when an oil is in the head of somebody, and you try to touch the man in the head, you will touch the oil first before you touch the head of the man. You, you open your palm and you realize that there is oil in your palm. That means before you touch an anointed man, you first touch the anointing before the man. And if it is only the man, no problem. But the anointing, God will surely fight. If there is oil on your face and I want to touch your face, I must first touch the oil before my hand touches your face. So sometimes you think, prophet, but you don't know. You have first touched the anointing and God will judge and fight you according to the anointing you touched. And he, God, will handle the man based on what he did wrong. These are some of the things many people have done and it has brought issues upon them. Please, if you have a prophet as your friend, a prophet as your brother, a prophet as your beloved, a prophet as your husband, a prophet as your wife, and all those things, be very careful. Hey, no matter what he's doing wrong, respect the anointing on him. It will save your own life. No matter what he's doing wrong, Susuka, I'm saving some of us. Oh. I'm saving some of us. No matter what you have seen him with your eyes, say, oh, yeah, the bonnet. Don't. Because people that God has placed oil upon them, God has special people that handle their matters. Be too afraid to talk about the wrong of a man of God when you are not in the position of where God wants you to handle that matters. So please, respect the anointing 
no matter what you see the body do, respect the anointing. Even if you are supposed to move away from the man, don't dishonor the anointing. Move away from the man in a peaceful way. Maybe you have seen him doing a lot of things that are wrong and you don't want to associate yourself with him. Move in a peaceful way, but respect the anointing. It is only in that that the anointing will begin to be of help to your life. I know people that, that have respect on men of God they have never met. Men of God who are in di- different countries cry altogether, but they respect the anointing and they are benefiting, even though they have not met those men before. It is the same way you can dishonor somebody you have never met in your heart and the anointing can start fighting you. That is why anytime you hear, this man is not from God, this man is not from run away from those voices. Run away from those judgmental voices. They are not God to judge. It will save your own life. God bless you, Esther, for this wonderful question. God bless you. All right. I hope you got the answer. All right. All right. All right. The next question, who is there? Mr. Pepper, you can ask your question now. Okay. Uh, God bless you. God bless you too. Right. Well, my question is on the on the casting out of devils. On what? Um, I mean, on the casting out of devils. Okay. 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 Yes. I mean, growing up, um, we see people trying to cast out devils. And they're praying for 10 hours, like 5 hours, 6 hours, sweating, all in the name of casting out of devils. Mm. But when you look at scripture, you see that when Jesus was casting out devils, it was just one statement, you know, get out, and the devil was gone. Mm. And it's the same with how Paul casted out this devil in in this lady, and how Peter also was casting devils. So my question is, what is the secret for casting out devils? Why is it that we cannot also cast out devils? You know, mm-hmm. I can say that, hey, devil, leave me alone. But still, mm-hmm. he is persistent, you know. So it makes me wonder, what is the secret? Okay. If Jesus could just give a statement and say, devil, leave him. Mm-hmm. Or Paul can say, devil, just leave him. Why can't we also do it? Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't have faith. I have, I have faith that the devil will... will, will will leave you know i'm saying this because there were several times where i was suffering from an anxiety attacks okay i'll be there and all of a sudden a fear will grip me and i think i'm dying okay you know and then my heartbeat start going faster and then i start feeling uncomfortable and i think i'm dying okay. and the more i say devil leave me the, the more the anxiety attack increases mm-hmm. you know so i didn't understand i don't understand is it that sometimes god is allowing it to happen or we just don't have the power to cast out the devil. All right. You know, right. so this is my question. Okay, that's a very powerful question. All right, thank you. All right, now, this is how I'm going to answer you. If you can disconnect it for me. I think I'm not good, good, good. Now, let me pick it from this point. You see, a lot of people are missing this thing called casting out of devils a lot of people a lot of people 
are missing out this thing called casting out of devils. This is because the thing is, listen to just what the statement casting out of devils. Casting out of devils. I want to open our eyes on something right now. Now, there is something we need to understand. In treating with devils, we have what we call casting out. We have what we call casting. And we have what we call casting down. Listen to me carefully. We have what we call casting out. We have what we call casting and we have what we call casting down. Now, follow me carefully. Someone said, hey. Now, you see, there are, there are certain beings, there are certain things in you you don't cast out. Let me explain something for you to understand. The Bible said that the weapons of our warfare are not canon. They are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations. Casting down imaginations. Casting down imaginations. So imaginations, we don't cast out imaginations. We cast down. Um, there's something I want to say, but if I say it, it will get a lot of you confused. It will get a lot of you confused. But there's what we call casting out. Casting and casting down. I will take time and explain these things into details. But now understand that when we are casting out devil, we are casting out not devil, but devils. I said, when it comes to the matter of dealing with the devils, we have casting out. So there are devils we cast out. There are devils we cast. And there are devils we cast down. I will take much time and talk about this deliverance ministry thing so that we all understand deliverance ministry as the people would normally say. Now, there are devils we cast out. They are not just a devil. They are, they are, we don't call, it's not just devil, but devils. And these devils, they differ in rank. So for listening to me carefully, they differ in rank. Not all spirits have the same rank. No. No. So you can meet somebody vexed with an evil spirit and that spirit will be having a higher rank in the kingdom of darkness. At that point, let me check, let me say something. Anytime you say come out to a demon, there is something that happens in the realm of the spirit. There are demons, they look into your heart. Listen to me, pa. And this is what they are looking for. When there is faith in your heart, it actually casts out the demons quickly. But when there is fear in your heart, it draws them close. When there is fear, that is why the Bible said, we have not received the spirit of fear. And of timidity, but we have received the spirit of power, of love, and of sound mind. Once these things are not found in a man's heart, when he begins to say, Come out, there is no power, so much power attached to this. Because it is not just saying, Come out, but there is something that must follow the come out. Now, a time came in the book of Matthew, I think chapter 10, 
when the disciples jesus was with them on top of the mountain and they, le they left the mountain it was in the morning they left the mountain and they went into the town when they went into town they saw a man a woman whose son was vexed with an evil spirit and they started praying for the, the guy to cast out the devil Say, come out, come out, come out, come out, come out. Then the people started playing that. Come out, come out, come out, come out, come out. Then Peter was sweating. Uh, he couldn't finish. Then he said, John, come and continue. John also came. Come out, come out, come out, come out. Then he said, James, come and continue. They did everything they could. But still, the spirit was not living. And Jesus came. And Jesus made a statement. He said, for how long do you want me to be with you? Ye men of little faith. Ye men of little faith. Ye men of little faith. Now, for the, this thing called casting of devils, we have to understand the matter of faith on this side. Are you, are you all with me? Can you all hear me? Good. So it means... Anytime you try to cast out a devil and the devil is not coming out, it could be that you are of a little faith. It could also be that the power in that word of casting out, you see, like we all mention the name Jesus. But the way it works for some men of God is different from the way it works for some of us. Some of you, some of, when we are going to, maybe we are about to fall down, say, Jesus, I ah, will fall down too. But there are some people when they are about to fall down, they say, Jesus, they will suspend. It is actually based on something, a certain higher revelation they have about Jesus that you don't have. A certain higher revelation of Jesus they possess, we don't have. It is not just by mentioning the name. Honestly, it is not just by mentioning the name. That is why many of us have been getting confused. Because you have read the scripture and you have actually read it wrongly. That at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee shall bow. At, the Bible did not even say at the mention. He said at the name Jesus, every knee bows. At the name, not at the mention. So you are thinking that anytime you mention Jesus, everybody should kneel down. <laughs> there is nothing like that. We mention the name with a revelation that we are at the name. I don't know if you are getting the point I'm making. Can you all hear me? I want to give out a scripture so that I will just use that to handle this one. I want to give out a scripture. Philippians. Philippians Okay Philippians chapter 2 Verse 9 Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 and 10 it said, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him And given him a name Which is above every name 
Verse 10 said that at the name of Jesus, at the name, it is at the mention of the name of Jesus, said that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. So the, the whole thing is not about just the mentioning of the name. It is about being at the name. And the, the moment you hear at, we are talking about like, is it a preposition? We are talking about a, a place. A place. A place. At. So, when you, it is at the name of Jesus. So anytime you, are, you even mention the name of Jesus, you must first have the revelation of the name of Jesus at like a place. Many of us don't get it. I don't know. Um, are you are you with me? Yeah. So as we keep growing, as we keep growing, so the first the first sign when these beings um you say come out, come out, come out, and they don't want to come out is because first one you might be of a little faith, a little faith. Second, you might not have come to the place of deeper understanding of the name. It means that your revelation about the name Jesus has not gotten to a certain peak. Third, it could mean that your level of growth, your level of growth in the spirit realm is low. That is when some of you understand. Your level of growth in the spirit realm is low. There are some demons when you meet them. It takes a higher dimension of your work with God before they, they, they move. And most of the time too, it depends on how the spirit is in the person. Let me tell you, there are some spirits eh? there are so many kinds of devils, so many kinds of devils, so many of them. There are some of the devils we have before a devil can enter somebody, many of you don't get it when we say there's a spirit in somebody. Like, you have to understand these things. You can meet one man with about 17 spirits inside him. So which, which part of the person are the spirits hiding? If you know and understand these things, you will know how to cast demons. You will know. And this thing, it will take me much into um, the message of the spirit, soul, and body. Because when you take the soul of a man, just the soul of a man, there are compartments of the soul of that man. We have the conscience. We have the will. We have the emotions. There can be a spirit that can be released to attack a person's emotions. To the extent that the person is having serious anger. Only emotions, but concerning will and the other dimensions, the person is not really attacked. So if you are casting out this kind of spirit, it is easy. Spirit of anger out of this man. It is easy. Because some of these spirits, they are, they are, their levels are too small, small. But there are some spirits in the dark world, they have higher ranks. 
Those kind of spirits attack the will of a man. They want to carry the man's will to the extent that what the man will say, I will do. It is what they have actually decided in the person. So when you come across some of these beings, it becomes very difficult if you have not gotten to a certain higher level. Don't let anybody deceive you that you can cast out every demon. No, 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 no. Don't let anybody deceive you. He said, you got born again. Every demon you can cast. Who told you? I'm not trying to put fear in you. If you do that, you will not appreciate spiritual growth. You appreciate spiritual growth. Then you go be asked to come. I didn't think go and cast the demon. You have to understand spiritual growth. Every level you, in fact, every anointing has the problem it can solve. Every anointing has the problem it can solve. There are some problems you can take it to an anointed man of God, but the, the level of his anointing cannot solve it. You have to take it somewhere else. If you don't understand these things, then it will let you look as if say, like, why God is allowing it? No, check yourself first before you blame God. It is not just by the saying, come out. But when you look critically, because there are many people who are saying, come out, but deep inside them, they are afraid. Deep inside them, they are afraid. We have all been there before. In our local church, one day, hey, we were praying, we were praying, and there was a young lady that fetishism, a common home per se, and we brought the lady into the middle of the circle. We started praying. Come up here, come up here, come up here, come up here. Come up here. I, then the, the spirit came upon the lady so strong. Then the lady, the spirit started speaking about the evil things that some of the prayer warriors have done. You think we didn't see? Hey! Atta was in hot fire. Then right from Atta, I was the one standing there. Even though we were saying, come out, come out, come out. But deep inside me, hey, The spirit said, hey, hey. We could have said, hey, you demon, shut up. You are a liar, shut up. We did everything we could, but still, the demon was persistent. Hey, after three years, when I, I knew that I had grown in a certain dimension, an issue like that appeared before me. And I said, that one, Charlie, the, the spirits were like 17. We cast one out, another one will come upon the lady. And mention the name. Your friend Etienne Frama. Cast that one out. Another one will come. May Tigare. Cast that one. Another one will come. May Antoine. Another one. When we casted all of them, and the lady was free, then I realized that mm, I think it's me. Why do do some level? Serious. So some of these things you need to understand. It takes growth. It takes growth. It takes growth. Everyone will be a common fan You don't just say come out. Hey, who told you? We don't just say come out. It doesn't mean that God is not powerful. It means you are the one not permitting God. Let me tell you, eh? God can do everything, but we are the one resisting God. Knowingly or unknowingly. Sometimes the lack of our spiritual growth can make it look as if God is not powerful. 
I'm telling you. The lack of our spiritual growth can make it look as if God is not powerful. But God is hey, and you always say God is in me. But you are resisting God in one way or the other. That you yourself crumble. Sometimes you don't even know where you are like resisting God. And when you stand to cast out a demon, nothing shows. Don't go and blame God. Look into yourself. The issue is always about us. The issue is always about us. The issue is always about us. So don't let anybody tell you that once you get born again, every demon you meet, cast out, cast out, cast out. No, 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 no. It doesn't happen like that. Though. There is a spiritual growth process that you need to go through to build up your faith, to build up your confidence, to build up a lot before some of these things will begin to manifest. Sometimes one encounter of the Lord Jesus, he can give you a secret. Yeah. So also forget that. Not that God allowed it, but we are the one resisting it in so many ways. So let's keep praying and keep fasting. One of the ways to build up power, to cast out demons is by fasting. Yeah, by fasting. By fasting, we will be all telling It will look as if you are telling. I will say something about food. I will say something about food as well. One of the things that will help you fasting, because there are some people they can eat when they are casting out demons because they are belching. Come out, come out in the name of Jesus. They are belching. But the fasting, when you see some men of God, demons are very afraid of them. Because Charlie, they have built themselves. The demon cannot stand. It is not just by prayer. Fire prayer and fast as well. And purity. <laughs> One of the things that if you don't focus on so much, the, the, the demons can play with you is purity. I'm telling you. Hey, those times, Charlie, they used to play with us like something. The, the, the spirit can manifest through a lady. Men are my genawarian. Men are my genawarian. Media sheha, media sheha. The kofabra, kong kofabra, kong kofabra, kong kofabra. Buzo yeso kwa wasi. Manfai shewi. Then they will be tossing us here and there. God punish those demons. So we need to understand some of these things and it will help us. Also, God bless you. God bless you. Somebody said he has a question. Um, Martinson, Martinson, you can ask your question. Martinson, you can ask your question. Okay, okay, so right after Martinson, Kojobo, Kojo, Kojo, and Susie. Okay. Yeah, how's that for? Good evening. I hope you are fine. 
God bless you, sir. Yes, sir. By God's grace. God bless you for tonight. We are really learning. God bless God. God bless God. One of the, my, my question tonight is, is, is something I've been experiencing for a very long time now. Okay. I don't know, but anytime something happens around me or maybe around the, the world, mm-hmm. all of a sudden I get so disturbed. And the question I keep asking myself when I keep asking God is, why didn't you reveal this to me? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It has been happening for a very long time now. When something happens around me, it's like I, I get so beaten up. Because I didn't get to know it before it happened. I don't know if if it's a wrong feeling or maybe I'm not channeling. I'm not channeling my 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 my, my prayers right. I don't know because anytime something happens around me, even any little thing that happens, someone just gets a headache or maybe anything at all. I just get beaten up after I get to know the person experienced that thing. Mm. Recently over here, someone uh, committed a student committed a suicide, and then. The day after we got to hear the news, I was so down for the whole day, even three days later, just because I didn't get to see or hear that particular issue before it happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there is any explanation on that. All right. All right. Yes, please. Okay. Now, let me pick it from this point. It means that most of the times when you become restless, when things are going bad, it means there is a bedding that God is placing on the inside of you. And this bedding is pulling you out of your comfort zone to a place where you stand with God in prayer, in fastings, till there is a change. Any time, if you are somebody, but you are relaxed, you are like you are not really moved, you are not really bothered. You are like a dead wood. There can be nothing powerful that God can birth out of you. Because when God is really trying to make men, like bring out greater power out of men, He will start making them feel uncomfortable when evil situations are going on. And if the, if the evil situations go on and you just watch it, you just watch it, even though you feel some way and you still leave it, it means that you are, you are not buying into the mind of God. It is called bedding, bedding, bedding. When things are going wrong and you don't get it, you know, God, why, God, why these things? Lord, Lord, I am going into prayers and fasting. Lord, I need to know something about these things, God. No matter if you spend 50 years and you are not getting the thing, keep reading. This is what we call bedding. Beddings carry you out of your comfort zone. And bring you to the place where you begin to align yourself to the mind of God. You get it? So, anytime some of these things are actually happening inside you, then know that there is a bedding that God is placing on the inside of you. And if you follow this bedding and you lock up yourself in moments of prayer and fasting, God will start using you to solve those kind of situations that first you didn't see that happened. So it is not a wrong feeling. It is something God is trying to use to pull you out. So what do I see? Jemuane shiwa dena oye. We unai. So that's how sometimes things work. No matter, so you can put your leg in the fire because it's not really burning. You are just there. You are just there. But when it hits you to the core, you will lift up your your leg from from the fire. That is how burdens are. 
it comes when it comes and you ignore them when it comes and you ignore them things will keep happening but once you lay hold of no 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 no, no this one day i won't allow it i won't allow it why why this why this why this then you lock up yourself the burden becomes so strong and it is in the place of prayer when the burden is strong upon a man that god can begin to bet out national ideas and greater things that he is preparing to do through them you get it so it's a burden it's a burden that the lord is placing on you and he's calling you into a place of prayer and seeking all right all right all right could you could you, you can ask your question now martins and hope you get it good god bless you okay that is yeah, so my question is mm-hmm. the prophet and then his attitude apart from being under the operation of the spirit his attitude as a prophet mm-hmm. because some prophets see other prophets as enemies and which is not right especially those in other offices in the body of christ mm-hmm. the way they, when they see other prophets like they close up to them even if the person wants to open up and then know much about them because in the body of God, the love is the head of everything. It spearheads everything. But they close up, trying to be like, they don't want them to see what they are also going to doing. Mm. And then as a prophet, it's himself, his attitude, apart from the anointing upon his head. That's what I want you to discuss or give us a little explanation. Okay. That's All right. Thank you. All right. Okay. So now what, what you need to understand is that there are many many of us were already jealous of things before the anointing came we used to be jealous we used to be concerned hey, if you meet a prophet that is a concurrence run away I'm telling you because one of the things that God will do in everybody that, that is why I keep, I keep saying this that premature exposure can bring you to a place of serious disgrace I'm telling you, because there are some things God needs to break away from you. What are you now? You, since the time you believed in the Lord Jesus, you know fornication is wrong. But how many times have you been able to save yourself from it? You know that lies are wrong. How many times have you not have you kept yourself away from lies? How many times? Have you, can you hear me please? Good. You see, so we know certain things to be wrong, but we still do them. In the, in the process or in the place where you have not been exposed, when you fall, you can rise and God gradually will cleanse you and bring you back. But if you come out quickly before your time and you begin to manifest and all these parts of you have not yet been dealt with, it brings a lot of disgrace. You get it? So everybody is having their own kind of attitude and lifestyle that they need to work on. That they need to work on. This one necessarily might not be weakness. This one necessarily might not be weakness. Weakness is there. But there are some people 
once they see other men of God prospering, they get angry, especially some of if you see, let me just say something. <laughs> I want to say this one the way people are in their heart, it is some way, it is the kind of attitude they have cultivated. And it can bring them to the place of disgrace, even though the oil is upon them. You get it. So some of these things, you know, you just need to understand them. If not, I don't know how to address this thing much because attitudes are um, personal matters. Attitudes are personal matters that people need to deal with in themselves. Because you can't just meet another man of God. There are some people, they will go for a program somewhere. And when they go for the program, and maybe the next day, another man of God will come to that same place to minister. They, they would want to come and look at what the man of God is doing so that they will compare. They compare. Uh -huh. So me that I ministered yesterday and you that you ministered today, both of us, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, powerful. Look at all this nonsense. I've experienced all those things before. Yeah. There was a man of God that um, invited me, and he had not yet seen my um, ministrations, and he invited me to church, like to come and minister at his place. And I prayed to God. And God said, the road is clear, but this is the sign that will happen. And the man, I think the day before the program, the day before the program, the man actually saw somebody on her contact list used my picture as the status. And the man contacted the person, ah, do you know this man of God? I'm bringing him to church tomorrow the person said oh yes i know him he's a he's a great man of god the lord has been using him he said really do you have some of his videos of the prophetic the person said yes he said okay send it to me the man too is a prophet then the person sent the video of me prophesying to the man of god who has invited me and when the man of god saw the video he called me that same day and said i'm due to one or two reasons the program the program cannot be you know so please kindly um, maybe another time and I realized that, ah, you see, exactly competitive mindset. God gave me that sign even before the man said all this. I knew ah, the road was clear, but this man, this is what he was going to do. So when the man called, I said, okay, no problem, no problem, no problem. Look at all these things. These are childish matters that prophets need to pull away not only prophets men of god you know when you saw my picture you thought i was a small boy small boy you see so for like five to six days i was preparing myself but the day before the program he watched my video and he called and said oh please um give some one or two with program you see exactly some men of God, when they see their fellow men of God, no, they, are get, they are getting irritated. I've been to a program where the man of God invited me. And when I took the microphone to minister, 
and by God's grace, the atmosphere changed. The man of God became so restless. He couldn't sit down like he did. Then all of a sudden, he also took the microphone. You see, all these things. <laughs> you see, it's funny. It's funny. Eh, Damia Jumano, men who are to me yet. Surely we are plenty. We are even praying that God will bring in a lot of laborers into the vineyard. So you just your neighbor you are with. God is using him to do something. Surely God will use you to do greater things, grandma. This person cannot do. We are having different assignments, bringing close to one point of um, let me say God's eternal idea. Why are we trying to? God needs a lot of liberty. You do think we have the generations that are behind us, eh? Prophecy will be nothing to them. The generations that are behind us. Prophecy, power demos, it will be nothing. Something small. What power do you have? Have you tasted that you are? So you see, could you understand some of these things? A person for personal, personal things, you know. And it's funny. It's funny. Just need to understand these things. The men of God too, they know. They, 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 they invite name, not anointing. They invite name to their altars, not purpose. What, what, what I mean is that somebody can spend a lot of money to invite a man of God that has name, that a lot of people know him. Spend a lot of money and bring the man of God to so that a lot of people will look at the man and come for the program. But the one that is not known that God has graced with the oil for that particular purpose, he will never invite the person. <laughs> Sometimes some of these things are funny. Very, very funny. And some, some of these men of God that will come, they won't even come. They will send some of their two, then it will make a whole. You see? Nobody is saying that don't bring. Hey, sure. When God lays it on my heart, bring this man of God. I'm, I'm going to bring him no matter the cost. But we are trying to do that to get a name. We have missed the whole purpose for that program. Yes, they mostly don't show up. We have missed the purpose of the program. Because if a lot of people coming for the program is what your focus is on, you have missed it. Hardly will you see a man of God saying good about another man of God, especially when they are in the same office as prophets. Oh, this man of God is so good. Wow. This man, hey, the Lord is really using this man. He will never say that. that. Because he thinks that when he says that, the people will say, oh, really? Then they will look for that man. What, what kind of nonsense is that? Childish things. Childish things. Hardly will you see that. 
So a man of God, somebody will bring an issue to you. Know that this issue is above your anointing. Because I said, every anointing and the problem it can solve. You know that this issue is above your anointing. They will let the person lie down in the church and die. Knowing perfectly that that your friend, that man of God can handle this matter. They will never allow the person to go. What kind of attitude is this one? You see, we are now growing. We are now growing. Let us put aside all these things. This is why I said this thing yesterday. If you are mad at somebody, don't prophesy to them. If you are mad, don't try prophesying to them. If not, you will mingle what God is saying with your emotions. And it might sound outside God's will. I have seen people prophesying to people they are mad at and the way they stress the negative side as if they were dying within a minute. Because once you know you are mad at somebody and God is even speaking about the person, calm yourself down before you start talking about it. Yes, some of these things I'm telling you, the fathers will never say. Me, I'm telling you, because we have all been there before. Otherwise, I said, I'm using my life to explain things to you. Now, after using my life to, to tell you all my weaknesses, where I fell and everything, that's still also I make country with. Also, so could do it for honor to two media. And you will fear she crazy in your heaven. And fear, dumri, dumri, abba. And she crazy in your heaven. Yes. We need to understand these things. We are now growing up. Because if you don't take this thing I'm saying, and you also manifest some of these things some of our fathers are doing, God will ask you, so the day that my servant Seth taught you this, did you really take it? That was the day I wanted to change you, but you resisted it. God will ask you, one man of God will say, God will judge you. <laughs> My God. Alright, so Kojo, that is it. Yeah, so for you, you should buy getting getting a time and was running channel. It is not, 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 not necessarily weakness. But like oh that's a man of God what they hate is you have maybe they are prophesying to you and the moment they said this and you're like oh yes this man of God even told me then they are not happy in themselves insecurity so do you think you are the only one that God is going to use you to speak who are you are you God's eternal megaphone (laughs) 
So doesn't God need to open the eyes of another person to see what is going on with the same person you are prophesying? Paul said, we see in part and we prophesy in part. We don't see in the full picture, we see in part. So when you see in part, another person must also see the other part. So you are thinking you are supposed to see the full thing. Hey, are you God? Is God you? Is you God? <laughs> God punish the devil. <laughs> you see, some of these things are funny, you know. We are now growing up in the things of the prophetic and the ministry. Eh? If God is opening your eyes to enter into ministry to see what is going on, dynamic. some of you will be afraid. You say, God, please, kindly let me go and do my medical laboratory science. I'm telling you. Because that some of the prophets they don't talk to each other, some of our fathers. I remember a man of God wanted to host a program and he took the flyer. He was inviting about four men of God. He took the flyer, like he, he went to see one, one of the men of God, and he, the man of God asked him, Who are the people you want to invite for the program with me? He mentioned one man of God and he said, Hey, if this man of God is on, on the line, I'm not coming. Hey! The, the, the man said, oh, man of God, why? Okay, don't worry, I can take him out. He said, so long as you even planned of bringing him to the program, I'm not coming again. The guy said, oh, man of God. He said, hey, you cannot challenge your father. If you do so, you have to pay compensation of 1,000 Ghana. The guy had to take his books and run away. They are prophets. They are prophets. He said, ah, is this man also coming for the program? Then I will not come. Look at all these things. So that program that God even told men of God to come, but because of other people that will be present, they didn't come. They disobeyed God. Who does that? Who does that? I pray that you will not do those kind of KG1 things. You don't do those kind of crutch nursery things. Yes. We are grown-ups. Your eyes have not tear. Alright. The competition is serious. Let me pick another question. If I begin to talk about some of these things, <laughs> it is funny. So another question. Who is there? Who is there? Susie, Susie, okay, Susie, can I ask you a question now? Okay, Theophilus. Amen. God bless you. God bless you, Patrick. God bless you. Okay, Theophilus said, aside having sex in dreams, what are other signs of spiritual marriage and how do you come out of it? All right, all right. Now, spiritual marriage is a broad topic. <laughs> spiritual marriage is a broad topic. It depends on the one you are married to in the spirit. Because I have seen people that I was praying for that their own mothers who were witches have married them. 
their own mothers who gave birth to them had married them. They were witches. Also, if you remember, they were fine. The domain is not the most obedient magic. Saga, me and Mary Madie. Yeah. So this one is a kind of spiritual marriage called witchcraft spiritual marriage. But spiritual marriage actually falls under um two beings in the marine world. Two beings, strong beings in the marine world. One is incubus and one is succubus. Incubus and succubus. Incubus and succubus. One is a male giant being, very giant, very giant, or so something like eighteen feet, nineteen feet, they tall. And the other one, succubus, that one too is a thick, tall woman. They are the they are the two, let me say, demonic beings that. Leviathan uses a lot. When I say Leviathan, Leviathan is the being, the demonic being that governs the sea in the kingdom of darkness. <laughs> Somebody says Sukubus will be wicked. <laughs> Leviathan. Leviathan is the. Let me say in the dark world, Leviathan is the god of the sea. He rules the entire sea. So he has two demons that work with him hand in hand. They are strong beings, strong beings, incubus and succubus. They are working. They have a lot of beings that serve under them as well. They have a lot of the the incubus and succubus have a lot of beings that serve under them as well. They are the custodians of spiritual marriage. Now, all the spirit or the beings that serve under incubus and succubus, they have different reasons for marrying people they marry. They have different reasons for marrying the people they marry. Sometimes there are spirit beings. You see, many of you don't understand these things. Hey, if you understand the matter of the sea, you will know that this world we are in is not as we are seeing it. I'm telling you. Every quarter of the year, every fourth month, so January, February, March, April, every April, there are beings that come from the sea to the earth. You will see them with physical bodies, but they are on assignment. They are not human beings. This thing is taking me into the sea. I think I can go there a bit. And these. Beings that are coming from this, they are all coming from the twelve main, twelve. Let me say the twelve main divisions of the sea. There are twelve main divisions of the sea, and these twelve main divisions, there are gates that separate one from the other. And when you enter gate one to enter the first division of the sea, it is like a whole about. It's like combining one um, about three continents. On the earth, it's like combining America, Asia, and Africa. That is just one one region of the sea. When you enter another, it is bigger as that. Now, when you enter into one of the the regions, the first regions, there are beings that dwell there, 
and all these beings that dwell there, they are of different races. So you can meet beings that dwell in the first region of the sea who have certain marks, just like when you enter into Ghana, we have the northern sector, there are the Frafres and the Dagumbes. It is the same when you enter the regions of the sea, especially the first, when we go to the first one, they have different, um, let me say, tribes. And every tribe has the there. let me say, um, what they use as a symbol to know that this one is from this tribe, this one is also from this tribe. Now, there are some of them, when you go to the 11th region of the sea, those people use what we call anklet. Anklet. So most of the ladies that love putting anklet on your, on your legs, you have to understand. Then others use dreadlocks. Dreadlocks. So the, when you see a being with dreadlocks, it is occupying a certain region of the sea. So most of you, most of you guys who like anklet, 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 be careful. If care is not taken, you might go in for okay, dreadlocks. And some too are with nose, um, this thing. Yeah, the nose, those who pierce their nose. Nose ring, not like earring, nose ring. I'm explaining some things for you to understand. Now, every quarter of the year, so April, in every year in April, there are bees that come from the sea to the earth. Now, these bees can come from any region of the sea, from any tribe. So let's say that there are bees that came from the tribe that actually use anklets as their symbol. And they came to the earth. Anytime they see a human being who is not from the sea, that has used an anklet, they think you are part of them. They will join themselves to you. If you are not strong spiritually, they will join themselves to you. That is why I keep telling you. Because there are some of them, when they, they see you, they want to test you. They know they have languages, they have signs. So when they see somebody with an anklet, they might think, ah, this one belongs to our group. So when they show you a sign and you don't understand, it means you are not from there. They will attack you. That's why I keep telling people, don't just be putting anklets. Some of you just want to, um, you want to pierce your, your, your ears more than two, more than one. What do you get from all these things? You might not know what you are trying to do. Because every spirit has a place that it dwells. And where they dwell, there is what keeps them. They have an atmosphere. Once you begin to create that, kind, that same kind of atmosphere in the natural, you are calling them to come and dwell with you. Because they are as they are in the sea, they are always trying to come and dwell among men. Especially witchcraft spirit. Witchcraft spirit is a spirit that loves a thing like death. Witchcraft, witchcraft is a spirit that loves death like places that smell. So witches actually have meetings most of the times on public toilets, on places like Bolasso. 
those kind of places, witches have meetings over there. So, who will be a pifin to my the ball, a goofy, say, 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 So you have to understand some of these things. So every spirit has the reason why it marries somebody. Oh me, by the special grace of God, God has given me you. Let me drop it. <laughs> you see, you need to understand some of these things so that it will help us. Somebody said this one, the demonology pure one. <laughs> we have not gone anywhere. Cry. One day we start talking about demonology. You you put your phone aside and run away. But instead of us talking about demonology, we talk about angelology. We talk about angels. We talk about heaven and forget the matters of hell. Yeah. Don't you know that physically, Ankasakran, physically, the sea is 70% and the land is 30%. Do you know that? That physically the sea is 70% and the physical land is 30%. So you can put two earth, two physical parts of the earth together, still you don't get the fullness of the sea. So the sea is a big realm on its own. It's a big realm, very big. The number of people dwelling inside the sea are plenty more than three times of the number of people on the earth physically i'm telling you this thing is leading me somewhere i want to say this so so for the, the spirits marine spirits actually succubus and incubus are the custodians of spiritual marriage but witches can also marry people but they go through a lot of processes so you have to follow some things else that is why you see a lady where you know where you see a lady the stomach will be showing just walking like that chin chin in the body as we do chin 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 yeah somebody continue for me we do chin 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 yeah Exactly, somebody said, Unyawama. Somebody also said, Unyabewo. Exactly, Unyabewo. So please, be careful on some of these things. Yeah, don't be, you know, wearing short, short things. You might not have any evil um, mindset, but a spirit that comes close to you when they see and everything actually is about how strong your soul is how strong your soul is that many of you you are so light weighted in your soul so light weighted you think there is nothing in this earth you sleep two eight hours you wake up the next morning you are just going about you have so much focus on social media you think there is nothing 
Can you hear me now? Good, good. So you need to understand all these things, else you will miss a lot. When your soul is not strong, when your soul is not strong, any spirit can use you. So you see, most of the people that sometimes we are, we are in church, we are praying and spirit will manifest through them to speak, most of the people. So there are some churches, when you go, they have one. There are certain churches, when you go, there is one particular person that they always use when a spirit wants to manifest to speak. I don't quite imagine how. Can you hear, please? Prayer strengthens your soul. Prayer strengthens your soul. I will explain some of these things. Oh, somebody said it's still breaking. Let me, let me. Can you hear me now? All right, good, good, good. I think I need to take time. If I begin to go into this one, it will shift my focus. I need to take time to explain this thing about spirit, soul, body, so that you understand. Spirit, soul, body, so that you understand. Spirit, soul, body, so that you understand it. As you are walking here, many of you have been, um, you have, you have been believing that. Okay, you, it will change my topic, but let me just go into that. So I was talking about spiritual marriage. Can you all hear me, please? Good. Good. So, spiritual marriage can happen in so many forms, in so many ways. I think I'll need time to go extensively into that. But the custodians... The custodians of spiritual marriages are actually. Can you hear now? Some are saying there are breakages. Is it okay now? Good, good. Good. So just as I was saying, we need to um, understand all these workings of 
um, these marine beings, they are the custodians of spiritual marriage. And spiritual marriage is one of the most serious spiritual attacks that anybody can ever get. And all right it's one of the most serious spiritual attacks somebody can ever get because the most of the spirits they are too jealous once they marry you they don't allow anybody to get close to you even if somebody proposes to you and never enters into a relationship with you they can go ahead and start fighting the person I will get much time to to go into all these things. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And there are many people who are who are married to spirits, but they don't even know. When they try to date, it doesn't work. So one of the things that happen when somebody is actually having spiritual marriage is that sometimes the relationship doesn't work. Money comes into the person's hand, cream is gone. They don't know how they wasted the money. Sometimes people promise they don't give. So there are a whole lot of things that happen. There are a whole lot of things that happen. Someone said, Osofo, please, what are some key factors to look out for if you are possessed or something of that? Possessed as in what? Are you talking about the spiritual marriage? Your possession is a different thing altogether. No. When somebody is married spiritually, it is not possession. It is not possession. Possession is a different thing altogether. And possession doesn't happen by only one spirit. It doesn't happen by only one spirit. Only one spirit cannot possess a man. No. Satan doesn't have that knowledge. So possession is not... Um, um, possession is actually um, something bigger, bigger. You see, I made mention of the fact that there are compartments. When you take a person's spirit, there are compartments in the spirit of a person. Please, is it still breaking? Is it still breaking? Some are saying this is breaking, some are saying it is okay. Hey, God punish the devil. Oh. Let me sit at this side and see. Can you hear me now? Good, 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 good. Powerful.
So now this is what I want us to understand. Just as I was saying, possession doesn't happen only by one spirit. I said when you take a man's when you take a man spirit soul body when you take the spirit there are so many compartments of a man's spirit so many compartments of a man's spirit so many compartments of a man's spirit when you pick the soul there are so many compartments of the person's soul when you pick the body there are so many compartments of the person's body now all these compartments can be hijacked by spirits all these compartments can be hijacked by spirit but when all the parts of a person is hijacked by demonic spirits then the last part of the person that they hijack is the will once they hijack the entire will of the person with all the parts of the person hijacked by the demonic spirit it means that the person has now been possessed the person is not of his own again he is of a different spirit being so remember when somebody one guy was possessed in Matthew chapter 5 the Bible says he couldn't stay among the people and he was living in caves he was cutting himself with stones and when Jesus met him Jesus said the Bible said when Jesus was coming close the, the, the man saw Jesus and ran to him and said oh son of God has thou come to cast me out before my time and Jesus asked him, who are you? And he said, I am legion. And legion is 6,285 spirits. 6,285 spirits is legion. So a lot of spirits come together before somebody can be possessed. The devil can't bring one spirit in. There are many of you, spirits are tormenting your emotions. Spirits are tormenting your conscience. Spirits are tormenting you. There are spirits working around you. But we don't, you are not possessed. If you, if you, do you know what possession means? <laughs> it is in possession eh, that people can start suspending. They can use their eye to move things. They can just point their finger at you do this they will just turn right and you'll be moved possession is serious it is plenty spirit demons coming together as one and what they all think is what the person will do it is the same way the holy ghost want to possess us and take every part of our lives i keep saying this there is this knowledge that the devil does not have Eh? There are beings that are working with the devil in the kingdom of darkness. They are more dangerous than, than Satan himself. There are beings, there are demons working with Satan. They are more, Satan is even afraid of them. One of them is called Behemoth. Behemoth. One of them is Leviathan. One of them is Belial. They are dangerous demonic beings. Highly ranked demonic beings. Satan is even afraid of them. When you go much into the dark world studies, you realize that Satan was not the first one that, that disobeyed God for him to be thrown down. Leviathan and Behemoth wanted to sit on the, on the throne of God and God threw them down. Then when God threw them down, Behemoth came to the earth straight. And Leviathan went to the sea straight. 
So then Leviathan started operating from the sea and Behemoth started operating from the earth. So when Satan was thrown, Satan was somebody that used to come to the earth all the time, even before God made man, because he was, he was known as the morning star. He used to come to the earth several times. So you remember the Bible said in the book of Job that when the sons of God came to the earth and they were going back to present themselves to God, Satan followed them. The sons of God, there were be angelic beings called sons of God that always come to the earth to check on the earth and prepare things. And Satan was one of their chiefs. They were serving under Lucifer. So Lucifer had the role of the sons of God as the chief of them and at the same time the morning star. There are angelic beings called the morning stars. Satan was also the chief of them. So he had the chance to come to the earth and go back several times. So he could come to the earth and realize that God was preparing a place like Eden. And the place looked like exa- exactly like heaven. And the, Satan was like, no, it looks like God is trying to do something here. But he didn't have, have the full knowledge. By then, Leviathan and Behemoth had been thrown. So Behemoth was on the earth. Leviathan was in the sea. And when Lucifer came to the earth, Behemoth and Leviathan went straight to Lucifer. Started convincing him to overthrow God because as for him, he's so close to God. He understands the emotions of God by songs. So he can he can convince the angels. And when he convinced, they can join themselves and overthrow God. So when they overthrow God, and Satan becomes the right now the, the most high, he can give them Behemoth and Leviathan any position they will occupy. Then Satan came from the earth to heaven planning with this plan and started convincing some of the angels and the bible said one third of the stars he convinced them but they couldn't stay go through them so behemoth and leviathan were the people that were thrown down even before satan was casted so when satan was casted from heaven then he joined himself to behemoth and leviathan so behemoth and as for behemoth he's so wicked so 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 wicked more than satan i'm telling you more than satan so satan is even afraid in fact they were the one that poisoned the mind of lucifer behemoth is so wicked he controls the affairs of the earth and leviathan controls the affairs of the sea so you have to understand all these things These are deep spiritual things we need to know. We need to know some of these things. Somebody said, I see. Many of you didn't even know what I'm saying. Many of you didn't even know. And angels were made based on the elements, the four elements. We have the fire, fire element. We have the water element. We have the earth element. And we have the air element. Angels were made according. When you see an angel that was made in fire, with the fire as an element, so the devil have angelic beings that serve under him that were that have fire as their element. He has angelic beings that serve under him that have water as their element. He have angelic beings that serve under him that have earth as their element. He has angelic beings that serve under him that have air as their element. So he uses all these beings. 
most of the beans that were made that have fire as their element are dangerously wicked. And the devil can get one. There is this knowledge that the devil doesn't have. The devil has tried several times to put one of these dangerous and strange beings in a man and bring that man to the earth. If he is able to do this, humanity will be in trouble. But he is lacking that knowledge. He has tried several times. Even before he can possess one man, he must gather a lot of spirits before he can do that. So possession don't all the time happen. He said, please, why are the angels who were thrown look so like beasts? That is how they were made. There are angels in heaven. When you go, you see some of them, they are like, they are like snakes. Some of them are like, so many of you won't understand what I'm trying. You think angels are in the form of human beings only. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. If you see Jesus as a lion, you will know. If you see Jesus as a lion, you will know. A time came when the Israelites were coming out of Egypt, when they were in the wilderness. The Bible said the children of Israel did something wrong against God, and God allowed snakes to come and bite them. And some of them were dying. And Moses went to God and said, Oh God, my pe- the people are dying. And God said, make, Get brass or bronze and make mold it in the form of a snake and hang it on the pole. The one that will look at the snake will not die again. Then Moses did that. Now when Jesus came, Jesus said, just as Moses lifted the serpent in the wilderness, so the son of man shall be lifted. So Jesus was actually likening himself to the serpent. So there is a serpentine dimension of Jesus. Many of you won't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Many of you think anytime you see a snake in a dream, it is the devil. Exactly. He said, I'm sending you as sheep among wolves. Be wise as serpents. Yes. You see, sometimes eh, the way we they have made us to think about things, you know, I blocking a lot of revelations from God. Many of you saw good things, but imagine a perception about the thing already that is in your heart, you know, made you think it is evil. Yeah. When you go to heaven, there are angelic beings that are like eagles. They are not in the form of human beings. Oh, no, 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 no. The angelic beings in the form of animals. Some are like cattle. Some are like this. Some are like this. Some are like this. Yeah. Even the devil, Lucifer, he can appear like a man. The devil can appear in so many ways. He can appear as a man. He can appear as a serpent. He can also appear as a dragon. The highest manifestation of the devil is dragon. Dragon. So there are manifestations. Exactly. Sure. Someone said, please, I read about the cherubim. They have four faces. 
lion, yeah, ox, man, and eagle. <laughs> If I want to throw more light on this one, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey! I want to throw more light on this one. Okay, so I think Susie has a question. Susie, Susie, you have a question. Susie, let me answer your question, okay, so that you don't beat me. Is she on the line? Okay, Susie, you can call him. You can call him. You can call him and, and ask. The messages are plenty, so I will not be able to see it. Okay. All right. Hello. Hello, Susie. Can you hear me? I'm not hearing you, Susie. Oh, I'm not hearing you. Okay, you can type. Susie, I'm not hearing you. You can type it. You can type it. All right. Someone said, please, if you have a dream and someone is chasing you to attack you, what does it mean, please? It can mean that there are a lot of, um, um, let me say, enemies around you trying to attack you. It actually depends on the reason why they were chasing you. And, but anytime you see a dream, somebody's attacking you, running after you to attack you, you have to know God will not run after you to attack you. So you have to know that it is from the other side. So you rise up and pray. Anybody that is after you, after your destiny, may God push them away. All right. All right. Please, are seraphims greater than, like every... <laughs> it depends on how close you are to the throne of God. It depends on how close you are to the throne of God. So... Very close to the throne of God, seraphims come, then cherubims. The seraphims are called the burning ones. They are fiery beings. They are so close to God's throne. And sana, the cherubim, naba. So, it does not necessarily mean that they are higher, like greater than, you know, so you have to understand 
some of these things. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm pabbing. I'm pabbing. If you are ready with your question, you can ask. You can ask. Okay. Okay, Isaac Dennis. Isaac Dennis, you can ask your question now. Okay, and Pabe is calling. Hello, Sofo. Hello. Daddy, good we evening. Good evening, Sofo. We be able to call. Daddy, please, aren't you know the mystery behind the reason why men of God are being attacked by the spirit? That marriage people they've been delivering. Okay. 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 That's a good question. That's a good question. Now, one of the things you have to understand is that the devil will never let you go scot free. The devil, he will never let you go scot free. If you pray for somebody and God releases the blessing of the person, and let's say there was a spirit hijacking the blessing. That spirit will try to come after you. And mostly don't come after you as in trying to kill you. They can come after you in so many ways. That is what we need to understand. So most of the time, men of God says attacks, attacks, attacks. It's not like they are being pressed in dreams only. No. Sometimes they can release a woman to you. That is the attack the enemy is releasing against you. Sometimes they can release a bribe. Somebody will come and bribe you. That is it, the way the enemy is trying. So they ask for the once you lose you, you lose somebody from maybe the plans of the enemy, the enemy will come after you. It is there. So you have to always also stand until there's a dimension where when they releases their attacks, it bounces back. So you have to get all these things and so forth. That's what you have to understand. That's what you, it's like return match. So that's what the devil does. He will never let you go scot free. They say you have delivered somebody, you are free now. Call baby. He will try to attack. <laughs> yeah, you will try to attack. Okay, Susie, kindly type your your questions so I can I can pick it up. Also, I don't. I'm probably I hope you get it. good so understand the devil is, will always attack the devil will always attack so you need to um keep up yourself in prayer that is why it is always good to pray for your man of god always good to pray for your man of god because after praying for you and setting you free from all those things the kind of attacks that the enemy will launch against them plenty 
plenty. It will not only be through coming to press them. No, sometimes they can bring an attack through marital conflict. Goes on in the wife and talk and that is the enemy at work. A whole lot of attacks. So we have to understand it is not only coming through one way. So keep praying for your men of God, for their marriages, for their children, for their works, and all those kind of things. Sure. Okay, Ruby. Ruby, you can ask your question. Okay, Susie said that the please. My the question is, if God gives you something to work with and you don't do it, is there a punishment for that? And what advice will you give to that person? Okay, should I say punishment? I will say punishment. That is because the gift that God has placed inside you, in one way or the other, is for your own good. So if you don't do it, it is for your own bad. Because there is a saying in scripture that once you don't use the anointing or the gift that God has given you, that there are some troubles that will come that if you are using the gift, you would have solved it. But if you are not using it, when the troubles come, it will get you. So at that point, you are the one punishing yourself, not God. So you have to understand some of these things. Because if you don't use the gift, God will definitely get somebody else to use. God will definitely get somebody else to use. But it will be in your own account as a loss. You have to get that. So God doesn't. God will not punish you. Punish yourself by the lack of that gift. God, will, you you punish yourself by that. And sometimes it is very painful, very very painful. So you don't need to joke with that, because God, among all people, God found you and gave you that gift. So I said, okay, Ruby said, please, I want to know your opinion about these natural herbs and fruits that drive away evil spirits. <laughs> hey, you are hitting a point. Something God has been speaking to me about recently. I will address that one later into details. But understand this. Understand this. Herbs are not wrong. They are not wrong. Don't let anybody deceive you. Okay, I will touch on that. I'm coming. Ellen said, Papa, please, what if you introduce a friend to a prophet and she's being delivered from death? Can the spirit attack you, the person who introduced the friend to the prophet? Sometimes. Sometimes. Understand, once you are trying to do good to somebody that the devil is attacking, the devil will come. The devil will always come. But you have to know how he attacks. It's not all the time you come and kill you, no. No, the, the devil does not always come as a killer. The devil has three main works. First one, he's a thief. Second, he, he's a killer. Third, he's a destroyer. John 10, 10. The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So the devil might not come to you as a killer. He will come to you as a thief. So if care is not taken, you might be waiting for the devil as a killer. But now we are there that the, the, you are not aware. That's the first way he attacks. And he comes as a thief in the form of a serpent. He will become a friend of you right now, a good friend. Oh, doing this here and there. But he's a thief. He's coming to steal. But when he comes as a killer, he manifests in another dimension. But as a destroyer, he manifests as a dragon. 
So you have to understand that. Say, so please, which angels were bound in chains of darkness in the book of Jude? <laughs> so if you are trying to take me into demonology, I'll take time and explain. There's an angel, one fallen angel, the most the most wicked angel. You should not say angel, the most wicked demon. It's called the beast. The beast. The beast. Bonsem Hunukregane. It's called the beast. That one. Yeah, binding up. The day I be releasing on Anabi ku udu atasa. Someone said, Papa, please, in the secret place, what prayer target makes a person and heavy to be able to override the adversary's attacks and the souls you pray for in case you stand in the gap? Let me tell you this. In the secret place, eh, there are some prayers we don't pray there. In the secret place, we, are, we just say some, of, some few things. God, search into my heart. If there is anything in me that does not correspond to you, break it off my life. These are some of the things we do at the secret place. We don't pray for anointing. We don't pray for oil in the secret place. No. We come to a place of fellowship with God. You come to a place of fellowship with God. God breaks you. breaks your flesh. You die to yourself. Then the oil itself begins to flow. Somebody said, Daddy, my question is, what is the key, the major key or the principle in the prophetic ministry? This question is too broad. Broad. But all that I will say is that prophetic ministry is 100% spiritual. So hide yourself. Spend time with the Holy Ghost. He's the only one that can make you sharp in the prophetic. The Holy Spirit. Spend time with the Holy Spirit. Forget about the people for now. Focus on the Holy Ghost. He will sharpen your senses. That is the major key you need. Let me touch on Ruby's Ruby's question. Ruby. <laughs> Hiya. I will spend time on this one pass and other time. Because this thing about herbs, 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 herbs and things, it is a very serious matter. It is a very serious matter. I can't just see them now. I will spend time for us to talk about these herbs, 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 so that you will know that there is a tree you see. A habana was with the herbs on, on them. They are actually a country. You can enter into the leaf and you have entered into a country on its own. There are bees that dwell in that leaf. There are some trees you just see around. There are bees dwelling inside them. You can enter them and you have, you have, it will look like you have entered into a place like Cape Coast. There are bees dwelling there. So that is why there are some trees you can't just cut off. Do you remember there is a saying that when God threw some, some of the angels with Satan, some of them entered into the sea, some of them entered into stones, some of them entered into trees. And all There are bees that, that, is their, that is their normal estate. That is where they live. 
And when you enter there, it is like you have entered into a place like Kumase, Cape Coast. They eat, they drink, they marry, they give birth, they die. <laughs> it, I, will take, I will take some time to explain some of these things with scriptures so that you understand what I'm trying to say. So that you understand what I'm trying to say. You enter the sea and you will know that I've entered into a big world on its own. People dwell there. They, they, they get married. They are like living, they are living like we are living on this earth. They have television. They have TV stations. There are Christians there. There are Muslims. There are Buddhists in the sea. You don't know. Even this earth, yeah, there is another sphere of this earth called the astral world. There are bees that dwell there that are called dwarfs. Have you heard of dwarfs before? Dwarfs. Motia. Have you heard of Motia before? Good. Many of you think that Motia is just traditional seas. Who told you? They are bees that live on the earth. They came to the earth before human beings came here. They came to the earth before human beings were made here. They are on earth. But they are living in a different sphere of the earth, not the material. The realm they are living is called the astral. There are mo, mo, there are, and motia. The, um, let me see. dwarfs. Many of you think dwarfs are short, short beings or monoids. Their legs are actually, you know, facing backwards. That is just one race. It is like saying that um, you are a dagomba. Dagomba does not mean that all Ghanaians are like Dagombans, no. So dwarfs that actually have, who are short and have their legs facing backwards, there is a different race. It's just one race in the realm of dwarfs. There are dwarfs that are Christians. There are dwarfs that are Muslims. Do you know that when Jesus came to die, he did not only die for people that are living on the earth, physically, like material earth, when he died, he entered into the heart of the earth. He preached the good news to them. Do you know that the Bible said Jesus is the savior of the world, not the savior of the earth only? He's the savior of the world. He preached the good news to dwarfs. So there are dwarfs that are pastors preaching. Many of you, you have been... That is why Yamamon understanding about Yankupo Yasano is so small to the stand that you think all that there is is what we are seeing. Hey, that is why we don't respect God. We don't see Him to be so big. If God is gathering all the beings He has made in the world, human beings are like 0.5% of the beings God has made. Human beings, we can just count that we are about like, let's say, 10 billion. Go to the astral world, go to the sea, the bees that dwell in the sea. If we are counting them, <laughs> just one region, just one region of the sea is like about four continents of the earth put together. They are bees God made them, that is where He placed them to be. They will also receive their judgment. They live like us, they have children, they have family, they die, they do funerals for them. There are good ones, there are bad ones. There is a place in the sea called... <laughs> I want to shock somebody with a scripture. I want to shock somebody with a scripture. 
let me tell you, if you are looking for the beings that are very close and look alike like human beings, they are dwarfs. Most almost see the papa, and the beings that dwell in the sea, marine beings, they are, they look like human beings, but there are other beings on the earth. They have different animalistic features. Some of them in the astral world, when you look at them, or it is a boar, or no, it is a jata, or no, it is a sebo, the T S seven, those kind of beings. They are beings God designed and made for us. They live. That is how they are living. That is how they are living. That's a being. They have fifteen heads, nineteen feet, legs, and all those things. That is how God made them. Some of these beings are on the earth, but not the material earth. Maybe the Holy Ghost will take you to Thor one day. <laughs> so that you will know. You will know that the Yasiyu. And if all these bees are on the earth, and there are people on the earth consulting dwarfs, consulting other bees to manipulate against people on the material earth, and now Tiwias na si filiho, udobetna si sa social media na you are following, you think there is nothing. Be there. Somebody will kill you. Somebody will kill you for fun. Sure. Do you know people who are human beings living here on this earth with us, but they have friends? Who are dwarfs? Friends, who I mean friends. When they are eating, dwarfs can enter their room and eat with them. They have friends who are in the astral world. They have friends who are spirit beings that dwell in the sea. They are walking with them every day, and you are walking. The Jesus Christ we are serving, Christ, you are not even serving him properly. You say, I don't feel like going to church. You are you are basing on your feelings. Somebody will kill you for fun. Yeah. This world that God has made, even the earth alone, and some doors, there are deeper things that you need to know and understand. You don't just need to live on this earth empty. Yeah, I want to show you a scripture. I want to show you a scripture. How many of us have heard of the realm of the dead? Asamando. If you have heard of Asamando, say me, me, just type me, Asamando. Good, good, good. Now, when we say, where is where is Asamando? Where is the realm of the dead? Where is Asamando? Where is it? Anybody should just um, what you know, what you know. I want to bring out a scripture. I want to bring out a scripture and let's see if I get it.
Job chapter 26. Somebody said, It's where men transit to be when they die. So, where exactly? What, where is the, like, the geographical location? Somebody said, The only thing I know is God said we should not consult them. <laughs> okay, that is clear. That is clear. We are not consulting them. Nobody will consult them here. So, don't worry at all. Some said it's a compartment of hell. Okay, where is hell? Some said before the earth and beneath heaven. <laughs> Somebody also said at the center of the earth. Some said land, it is the world of the dead. So where do dead people go? Someone said he is an boy. Miss Jackie said the sea. Okay, Silas said the sea. Somebody said under the earth. Mm-mm-mm. So which is which? Now let me let me just tell you something. When you look at the book of Revelation, chapter five, verse thirteen, I have been saying this since we started with this teaching that God actually the universe that He has made, He has divided the universe into four main parts. The entire universe is divided into four. Revelations 5.13 speaks of this The first one is the heaven The second one, earth The third one, sea And the last one, under the earth Everything in God's universe Fall under these four main categories Even heaven, where angels are It falls under the heaven part So we have heaven, earth The sea And under the earth Now, in the sea In the sea is the place called the realm of the dead in the sea inside the sea is called the realm of the dead and the realm of the dead is then asamando i want to say something it will shock many of you now all these four main categories of god's universe that he has made he he actually created beings to dwell there so there are beings that dwell in heaven there are beings that dwell on earth there are beings that dwell in the sea and there are beings that dwell under the earth that is where God made them to be that is their normal estate I've been teaching this but Amma you got it wrong I want to show a scripture. Okay, Job chapter 26, verse 5. Job chapter 26, verse 5. I want to read from the ISV, International Standard Version. If somebody has the International Standard Version, let the person post it. He said, the ghosts of the dead right under the waters, that is the sea, along with those who live there with them. <laughs> Such a powerful scripture. Can somebody, if you have the ISV, 
international standard version just post it many of you are already getting confused Somebody said goosebumps all over me. <laughs> you see? There are so many things we don't know. As we know everything. <laughs> we know everything. Okay. Oh. Nobody having the um international standard version Job chapter 26 verse 5 Job chapter 26 verse 5 Okay, Job 26 verse 5 you can post it Good the, the Bible says, the ghosts of the dead right under the waters. We are talking about the sea here. Along with those who live there with them. Now look at this scripture very well. <clears throat> there are people that live actually in the realm of the dead. No, it is Job chapter 25 verse 6. No, 26 verse 5 rather. Oh. Yeah, 26 verse 5. 26 verse 5. Adibi Gabadagatasa. If you read it from. <laughs> If you read it from the Easy English Version, if you read it from the Easy English Version, Easy English, Easy English, somebody said, I just can't stop saying head. Mm, the Easy English said, Dead people go to a place that is under the sea. <laughs> But even they be afraid of God. Look at how the scripture pointed it clear. Dead people go to a place that is under the sea. That place is called the realm of the dead. When you look at the ISV, the ISV makes it clear on another point here. He said, the ghost, ghost, we are talking about dead people. The ghost of the dead right under the sea, along with those who live there with them. So now, before somebody dies for his ghost to go to under the sea, there are people that are living in that place already. I don't know if you are getting my point. <laughs> my God. Somebody said no. (laughs) 
within about 15 minutes at any cramp be cutting so i didn't even join it within 15 minutes so you let's continue with the rest of the 15 minutes all right but before then if you want to support with any seed the number is still 0240 312551 0240 312551 god bless you all god bless you so now let's continue so there are beings that dwell in heaven there are beings that dwell on there are other five dimensions of the earth we cannot see, making up six realms of the earth. Six realms of the earth. So is the heavens. So is the sea. And so is under the earth. Yes. So on the earth, there is a place called the astral. The astral, it is on earth. A place called the astral astral realm that astral carry like a lot of people also dwell there that is where god made them to be listen i think i talked about that um about three days ago or so um about yeah good so the astral the dwarfs live in the astral world dwarfs dwarfs they live in the astral world it is like this. I want to say it this way. Now listen. I want to use something as an example. Have you seen that your room that you are right now? Inside your room, hono. Inside your room, hono. In that your room that you are right now. There is another part of your room your eyes cannot see very close to you another part of your room that you cannot see somebody said washroom <laughs> there is another realm of your room you cannot see you see the way god made the the, the universe eh, things actually intertwine it's like a parallel thing so once you shift your focus a bit you are seeing another dimension if you shift your focus a bit you see another dimension it looks as if it is on the same place so the astral world and all those other realms they have actually been superimposed on the material they, they are not so much away from each other but they are all realms of the earth Somebody said, I'm getting confused. I, I think spiritual things, sometimes when they're trying to communicate them in the natural, is difficult. I wish I could do this properly. I wish I could do them properly. So in that, your, your room, eh, in that, your, your room right now, this is the reason why. In that, your room, there is another sphere that is parallel to the material room that you are you are right now that is in the astral world that different beings also dwell 
That is why there are some houses when you go to, to, to live there. You have to do some spiritual things in the house because the other dimension of the earth that is superimposed on the material is actually the place of maybe um, a dwarf or maybe a different spirit being that is ungodly. Let me tell you this. Eh? I made you to understand in the astral world there are godly beings, there are ungodly beings. In the sea there are godly beings, there are, un- there are Christians, there are Muslims. All those beings dwell in all those realms. And all these places are also superimposed on the material, especially the astral. So in your room right now, if the, the parallel shift of your room to the astral world is maybe in connection to... I want to make the thing so simple, but I already have it. Good. It is just an advancement. The same way some of us can't see them, some of them also can't see us. The same way some of some of us can't see them, some of them too can't see us. When you come to a point where you be So you have to understand hey, there are people on earth, they are human beings. They have connected themselves to some of these spirit beings that are living in the astral world. So there are, I know there are you meet certain people physically who are having let me say connection with some of the beings in the astral world, let's say dwarfs, who are Christians. So there are pastors, there are some pastors, they, they, are in, they have dwarfs who are Christians that work for them. <laughs> the dwarfs are Christians. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there are some pastors, they don't work with the Holy Ghost, they work with dwarf spirits who are also Christians. But those are the people God never allowed us to work in conjunction with these ones. So everybody trying to work with these ones has a judgment with God. Somebody said, How can a dwarf be a Christian? Do you think that dwarfs listen, listen, you don't get what I'm trying to say? Go into the sea. There are bees that dwell there. When you enter the sea, it's not like you are in water. The water that you are seeing is just the physical part of the sea. There is another dimension of the sea. That is not water. Because the physical part of the sea, it is fishes that live in, in it. But the other part, there are bees that are like human beings that dwell there. Do you think you are the only beings that God made to be a Christian? You don't understand God's creation. Do you think you are the only human beings are the only beings God made? No, 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 no. Someone said, please, who lives in the realms of the spirit? All these parts we are talking about are spirit realms. There are plenty. There are plenty realms, uncountable, and bees dwell in them. In fact, there are bees that dwell. There is a realm 
of the earth called the mental mental realm where even our mind right now actually is over <laughs> if i begin to talk about these things some of you will get confused uh, even you as you are seated here watching me right now you are present at so many realms of this earth right now as i'm talking to you right now you are present in your spirit is not in the material it is in a different realm of the spirit on the same earth your mind is in a different realm of the earth on the same earth that is why spirit beings that work in the mental dimensions can work on your mind but you will not see them physically around you but they are working they are putting poison they are speaking things putting fear in your mind they, they work in the mental realm you need to understand that is why when you see now right now you are now seeing that you are a complex being you are now seeing you are a complex being you are the only being that can live in different realms at the same time that is why sometimes you can be walking about you sense something that is wrong which part of you sensed it physically there is nothing wrong but you can sense something wrong in your spirit it means communication is going on in the realm of the spirit in you, in your spirit that is why you can be in a classroom watching the teacher physically but when your mind is so there is a movement in your mental faculties So when we are talking about somebody, they start it from the mental realm. They consult beings that dwell in that realm to attack the person's mind. We need to know and understand all these things, people of God. People of God, we need to know and understand all these things. You see, sometimes if you know this, you know how powerful. Say, This one we are talking about is just matters of the earth only. You are just here in Ghana, thinking we are from Ghana. We have not gone to China. Ghana. These are all material parts, physical parts that our eyes can only see. What about the dimensions our eyes cannot see? You have not traveled to Ukraine. You have not traveled to UK. You have not gone anywhere. That physically, you have not exhausted anything. How much more astral? How much more ethereal? How much more mental? How much more causal than the spiritual? We don't know anything on, on this earth. And now the astral realm it actually manifested before so the way god started creating the earth eh, the earth did not just appear as we see it physically like this it started from the spirit spiritual part of the earth then it moved into the causal part then it moved into the mental then into the ethereal then into the astral then the material before the material which we can see came So, so beings that 
dwell in the spiritual world part of the earth have a certain knowledge they have a certain knowledge higher than those that lived in the council the council also have a certain knowledge higher than those that live in the mental the mental also have a certain knowledge higher than those that live in the ethereal the ethereal also have a certain knowledge higher than those that live in the astral the astral also have a certain knowledge that, that is higher than those that live in the material so if dwarfs know matters about the earth more than you that is why some people can go and meet dwarfs they can tell them about their great 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 grandfathers they can tell you history about your family because they saw it when the material crowd had not yet come. Okay, we have just three minutes. We have just three minutes. Yes, they were here before we came, but not the material, the astral. It is just a parallel. They know a lot. <laughs> Don't worry. That's what I said today. I'm going to take you. And then I said, Yeah, I play in the Kakra. We didn't do anything. But God willing, I'll get another time. Maybe tomorrow. You go deep into some of these things. Then I will show you the power you have in you by the Holy Ghost. And you know why you speak in tongues. You know why you hide and begin to pray. Then you know the power that is resident on your inside. Then you know that you are not supposed to be there either. Because one Yes. Rise and fire prayer. And the Lord will make you a blessing. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. I know somebody has been blessed. I know somebody has been blessed tonight. I know somebody has been blessed tonight. All right. Next, God willing, tomorrow we are going to talk about matters of the death, like death. Heaven and hell and all those things. We'll go deeper into that. We'll go deeper into that. From scriptures and from spiritual experiences that go in line with the scriptures so that we all know what God is saying. Hallelujah. Please, if you want to support, if you want to support with any seed, the number is 0240-312551. 0240-312551. The Lord bless us all and keep us strong in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you all. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. I couldn't answer some of the questions today, but I'll try. I'll try and do so God willing tomorrow before we go into the deeper matters. God bless you. Rejoice, rejoice, and praise the 
Tomorrow, exactly 12 to 1 p.m., lunch prayer fire is on. Don't miss it. Ebeye Oja, Ebeye Oja, Ebeye Oja. God bless you. you shall meet tomorrow god willing exactly 12 to 1 p.m on lunch prayer fire and in the evening 7 p.m we shall meet here also god bless you and keep you strong bye bye